0: This is Woke Wars, a podcast by the Miami Herald's Opinion Team, where we look behind Florida's culture wars.
1: This is Woke Wars. I'm Louisa Janis, recording at WLRN Studios in downtown Miami. I'm joined by my fellow Miami Herald Opinion Team members, Nancy Angram and Amy Driscoll. We're here to chat about immigration, an issue that touches many of us in South Florida. We know very well that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is no friend of the undocumented. Last year, as a political stunt, he made national headlines by paying to have Venezuelan immigrants who crossed the border in Texas flown to Martha's Vineyard, where they were not expected. You know who paid for that? Floridians. But before that, he suspended state funding to nonprofits who help immigrants find a new life in, in America. And last year, as Cubans and Haitians were arriving in South Florida in unprecedented numbers, the governor deployed Nash- the National Guard to Miami, whether we needed it or not. In this legislative session, Senate Bill 1718, known as the Immigration Bill, is DeSantis's aggressive battle cry against the undocumented. Sponsored by Spring Hill Senator Blazingoglia, the bill is quickly moving through committee. The sweeping bill rolls up the welcome mat. Let's hear what Governor DeSantis has to say about what he hopes is immigration bill, which he helped craft, will do.
2: We're working with Blaze Angolia and the legislature uh, to require all employers in Florida to use E-Verify to determine employment eligibility, and this will expand the from our current requirements, which are just with public employees and with contractors uh, with the state of Florida. But if you have the ability to have different types of enticements, you're gonna end up having more people that are gonna wanna come illegally. If you remove the enticement of employment, then they're not gonna wanna come illegally to the state of Florida. So that's a huge, huge issue.
1: Yeah. Nancy, what do you think are some of the ways the bill will make it harder for undocumented immigrants to live in our state? Well, it's going to make them hard. It's going to make it harder for them to just live, period. It does a few things.
0: They really won't be able to work. Um, this bill uh, mandates that businesses, agriculture biz- businesses uh, especially, use something called e verify. And it is a mechanism to check whether someone is undocumented or not. Uh, Businesses do not like this. They need the workers. Actually, we all need the workers. Some businesses are pushing back. We will see if that has an effect. This bill also makes makes it a third degree felony to, quote, transport, unquote, or, quote, harbor Mm -hmm. an undocumented migrant. I really want to see what this means for family members who may be legal, may be naturalized citizens, may be American-born citizens, but who have taken in their cousin from from Venezuela, from Haiti. Um, and is that harboring them or is that giving... Them Shelter. Blood kin. (laughs) Right. Shelter. You know, uh, this also applies to uh, smugglers, but it also would apply to someone who maybe drives from Miami to Texas to pick pick that person up. I'm not sure how this is going to be enforced, but again, it will give people pause. And make them think twice this also will ding um, some of the people who are here whom we call DACA recipients. these are young adults who were brought here as as kids the dreamers, the dreamers. yeah right the dreamers especially and it also will uh, require hospitals to collect immigration status information for all of their patients.
3: yeah, I find that pretty interesting you know as a former health editor myself, um, the idea that hospitals are going to be put in that role I think is um you know, kind of unprecedented and, and bad for hospitals, probably bad for healthcare and probably bad for taxpayers because um, it um, it would it basically makes healthcare workers in a hospital setting into you know border patrol agents. They got to ask the question. Now the state, to be fair, is saying that um, they're not going to use that. It's not going to be reported to law enforcement, and they're not going to use it to deny care because that's illegal. Um, that's fine but i also think that it's obvious that it's going to be used as a ploy to keep people from coming in at all like that's a disincentive if you're undocumented and you need health care and you know they're going to ask you you're, you maybe you're not going to take that chance unless you are critically ill and if you're critically ill the costs go up and guess who's paying for that we are exactly. so you know i think there's a there's a pretty um a big impact there and i it, it's for hospitals that accept medicaid which you know certainly will affect like jackson places like that, and that's, that's, that's not good for us.
1: Exactly, and for Florida, especially for South Florida to reject arriving refugees, to help, refuse to help them, uh, this is a city of immigrants. And of course, immigration activists are rightly concerned. I wanna share this quote from attorney Paul Chavez of the Sud- Southern Poverty Law Center, describing the bill's impact. He says, the sheer breadth of the Florida immigration bill is astonishing, an unprecedented attack on the immigrant community. Quite frank, frankly, it seems to be cruelty for cruelty's sake. Those are strong words.
3: Yeah, and I think it's um, this is all part of of Ron DeSantis's, um, you know, fashioning himself as the as the best Republican candidate that he can as he's thinking about this presidential run. Um, you know, the the part where he flew the people from from Texas to Martha's Vineyard triggered national headlines, international headlines, and I'm sure that's what he wanted. Um, and this is more of the same. This is this is continuing on that track. He's trying to out Trump Trump. He is um, trying to be the law and order candidate, which is what you know Trump tried to be. Although we had people overrunning the Capitol, which seems anti law and order to me. Um, and uh, and so I think here here is is you know the potential Republican nominee discussing immigration in a way that will appeal to um, the far right in his party.
1: And it does appeal to. To many people.
3: We have to say that.
1: I think it
0: appeals to more than people on the far right. When you're talking law and order, I think that they are... You take a look at the landslide by which he he won. That was not all his base voting for him. That exactly. was not all Republicans voting for him either. Um, it's not to say that, that Democrats or independents are against law and order. Um, I do think they like to see someone taking charge of this very big issue that has not been handled and that has been mishandled at the federal level. Um, others who are not part of his base, who are not even maybe Republicans, might not necessarily like the draconian steps that he's taking. But, you know, the, the saying is somebody's got to do something.
1: Right. And,
0: I- and that's, that's what he's doing you know, he is pinning this on Biden. Um, and actually, for dramatic effect, when he was announcing what the, the, the parameters of this bill, he was standing at a podium and the sign said on the front, Biden's border crisis. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, he's, he, he's got a lot of stagecraft going on, <laughs> you know, hats off to him. And to be honest, the federal government has muffed this, Congress has just kicked this can down the road for years and years and years.
3: Yes, but it's not Biden alone. Let's just say that. That's exactly. it goes back to many other presidents. Sure. So, I mean, it's it's convenient in this case for him to blame Biden, but honestly, this has been this has been brewing for decades. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Exactly. 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 And I don't think that the country is I do think that many, many, many Americans do want to help undocumented Migrants uh, want to give them a pathway to citizenship, but the hostility in the air fomented by Trump and now DeSantis toward the undocumented, I think, makes that impossible. It always goes yeah, badly for those in. who try to help. Yeah, With, uh, <laughs> exactly. Marco
1: Rubio, mm-hmm. Mario diaz ballard It always blows um, Obama. It always sort of blows up in my yeah. face.
0: You know, and this bill also would um, would um, have Florida refuse to acknowledge driver's licenses that um, uh, that that they might bring from the undocumented would bring from other states, and so also the inability to work, the inability to drive, the possibility that you are endangering your family, that's sheltering you, all of these add up to I don't want to be here.
1: Exactly.
0: We have some audio um, from uh, from uh, DeSantis also on, on this particular issue of driver licenses.
2: Now Florida correctly prohibits driver's licenses for illegal aliens and we will continue to prohibit that. However... However, what local governments are doing is they're trying to circumvent that they're trying to uh, use nonprofits, use their funds, give money to nonprofits and have nonprofit groups create ID cards for people here illegally. And that's just a way to try to evade uh, the the current state law. Uh, So our proposed legislation will prohibit. That practice, local governments will not be able to provide funds to issue ID cards to illegal aliens, uh, and the legislation will invalidate all out-of-state licenses that have been given to illegal aliens.
0: You know, this is vintage um, DeSantis. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has turned conservatism and republicanism on its head. He has gone after businesses and he does so in, in with this bill. Uh, as we saw during COVID, he is telling localities, the municipalities, the counties, you can't do that. You cannot give money to nonprofits, just like you cannot uh, impose mandates on masks and business closings. Yeah. You know? It's more
3: preemption stuff. Yeah,
1: it's more preemption stuff. So this is just, this is vintage, vintage DeSantis. It is, and he's definitely put nonprofits on, on notice. Uh, the Miami Hero had a, a, a an immigration seminar not too long ago, and they had panelists who work with the immigrants, and one of the things they said, which was surprising, is what we do, we want to keep it a secret. We don't want to attract the governor, we don't want the governor to know we're doing this, which is ridiculous, but, you yeah. know, it, it's true. That's the that's what he's, the mood he's setting is that. hmm and in a strange twist, you know, with the, the Santas with his Martha's Vineyard and National Guard orders, he's sort of helped the uh, the Biden administration, because they finally did something on, uh, on on immigration recently. They have a new policy, and it seems to be working at least for now. Um, the numbers have uh, gone down. The uh, uh, the border, you know, is closed essentially, and now you have to go back to your country and apply. And they've raised the number of uh, of people that can come over, but uh, so. Biden paid attention. you know he got the got, uh, DeSantis got uh, Biden's attention, which I'm and sure it's not what you he know had.
0: what let's not forget during the special session earlier this year, you know we're calling it a stunt, but the legislature gave DeSantis carte blanche and 10 million dollars <laughs> more importantly yeah. to stage additional flights of uh, un- the undocumented from any state in the Union. And it, it, it and again that is part of his potential run for president. It's gotten the attention. It will get attention in whatever state he you know, he invades to do this. Exactly. Um very interesting. Very yeah. I'm sure he's only gonna to
3: go to friendly states. Yes. And but mm-hmm. he's gonna he's gonna fly them to what they call democratic led mm-hmm. um cities or democratic cities. Right. Um and I think that, you know, as long as he's making headlines, he's happy about it. Yeah. Right. Exactly.
1: Well, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Woke Wars. We're talking about anti undocumented immigrant bill moving through the Florida legislature. Um, one one casualty that's getting a little attention is is the the end of exemptions for the DACA kids, the Dreamers. There was a time there when we you know they were getting a lot of media attention and they had a lot of support, even Republican support. But all that ended uh, in 2017 during the Trump administration. Some of of those kids who managed to get through college want to become attorneys and have applied in Florida and DeSantis has become aware of this. And he has singled them out saying he will not have undocumented immigrants practice law in Florida. So uh, the DACA kids I'm sure are going underground again. There was a time when they were a little bit of media darlings but that's definitely over, right Nancy? To the point where
0: we haven't even heard from them. Even as, as we sit as the editorial board, the DREAMers have been <clears throat> very uh, uh, assertive in calling us and asking for meetings in getting news coverage, and I have not seen that this time. You know, they, I do think that there is something to be said about, can someone who has broken the law defend our law? I mean, you don't have to be a dreamer to um, have ha- to have had to answer that question. There are um, ex-felons who have had to get, you know, special dispensation to actually practice the law. So there's precedent for that. It's it's unfortunate, but there is a precedent for that. Um, you know, these kids, they're no longer kids. Um, I think there's a certain time parameter for when they arrived. They're now adults. They're young adults, and they're now adults. And uh, by and large, they have made the most of being here. It is the only country they know. They were brought as young children um, in 2012. Uh, uh, President Obama gave them an exemption. Of course, this, too, was leading up to an election. And uh, everybody does it. (laughs) And um, allowed them to not be, to stay and not be deported. Um, The fear is that they would be deported without their parents or that their, or without American-born siblings. Um, They, too, would be putting their own parents in danger and, and, uh,
1: you know, Obama gave them a break.
0: Right. But a break. their
1: status has still been shaky. Right, mm-hmm. and they have gone underground. They're really not uh, out in the media anymore. And that's, you don't want to do that with, with the status. You don't want to attract attention to yourself. He'll, you know, he'll take some measures. Um, and speaking of that, it's interesting that this bill, at least for now, is, is facing little opposition. There are some businesses, agricultural businesses, who who need those workers, and now if they hire them, they will face stiffer fines. And then there's an uh, activist, a uh, uh, immigration activist. But um, at this point, it, the bill is moving right, right along and uh, should, should meet little opposition. As many things th- at this legislative session have, have faced little opposition. They just uh, everything that DeSantis wants uh, pretty much goes through.
3: Yeah, I think um, I still believe that businesses are going to be really um, hurting on this one. Um, you know, we have a lot of agricultural businesses in South Florida. And you can't tell me they're not they're not hiring undocumented workers, and that their business model relies on that. So um, I think it'll be interesting to see how this goes a little further into the into the process. Um, I I feel like it's going to um, be a financial um, disincentive for these businesses. Uh, so I don't know where Desantis is going with that exactly. Um, if there's maybe some other way to do it that makes it more phased in, I don't think anyone wants us to be overrun by. Unbridled immigration. Right. Um, but I also think that, like I said, there are a lot of business models that rely on on those workers. Um, and Americans generally don't want to do those jobs. So um, you know where the, where all this goes, I'm not sure. I mean, maybe they need need to have more licensed um you know, temporary workers as they do for some of the other businesses that you know the sugarcane fields, which yeah. you know certainly relied on that as well. Um, But uh, I still I still feel like maybe there's going to be some pushback on that because I just can't see where How is that not going to impact those businesses in a real way? Yeah, exactly. exactly.
0: I and I wonder about enforcement as usual I think with a lot of the initiatives that uh, that DeSantis introduces They sound good. They look attractive He looks brawny doing this but the enforcement part of it, how are you really going? Un- unless we're going to turn into a community of snitches and giving some of his autocratic tendencies and the support <laughs> that we're seeing for them, right. that might happen. Um, are you really going to report the, the, the family across the street? How exactly are you going to enforce that? How are you really going to keep an undocumented person from driving? Um, they're driving already. Right. They're driving already. And unless they're stopped by, you know, a cop for some infraction,
3: how do we know? Right. But it's all part of just this idea that we want to make Florida a hostile state to immigrants that, exactly. that, are, that don't have documents. Right. And, you know, like we said earlier, I think that um, there are a lot of people who who believe that that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I think we have some, some, some issues still to work out on that. But it, it's all part of the... The political force that's that's building behind DeSantis as he rolls into the into the, the nomination um, period, and um, you know I think Florida will be right at the front of that. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: And um, you know they want to take this model uh, across the country. You know, they're, they're very open about it. Uh, for example, here's here's a, a quote from DeSantis. Uh, states, uh, State Bill 1718 is the most comprehensive and strongest state-led anti-illegal immigrant piece of legislation ever put forth. This should be the model for all 50 states going forward.
0: Yeah. You know, we've already seen some of that under Trump with uh, his push, Trump's push, um, to target what are being called sanctuary cities that are offering shelter, offering help, education, healthcare, whatever, to the, to the undocumented. And uh, during the Trump administration, uh, Miami-Dade County, under Mayor Carlos Jimenez, um, took the opposite approach and decided to work along with the feds to identify any uh, undocumented migrants who, who came to authorities' attention. I'm not quite sure if that has changed under the new mayor uh, Daniela Levine Cava, but you know, a nationwide punitive uh,
1: approach, uh, especially in red states, is is not new. She has a whole different approach. For example, she has an office office of uh, New Americans, which I don't think uh, Jimenez would have had such an office. Yeah. Um, and finally, uh, Amy, the mystery is how is the 10 million? How is the governor going to spend?
3: Well, I think we've already that said might. he's he'll be flying people from all over the country, <laughs> but but that remains to be seen. It remains, yeah. this the Santa's heir, I guess.
0: Yeah, you know, I think that it's going to be a fabulous campaign visual, um, going into states both you know friendly as as you said, Amy, but maybe unfriendly also to show up what he might say a weak Democratic led response in certain states. And, you know, I'm here to take care of business that these blue guys can't. You never know. It's going to be interesting and probably appalling
1: to see. It's true. Uh, That'll have to be the last word on the topic. You'll find more episodes of Woke Wars at MiamiHerald.com slash Woke Wars. Also, please consider subscribing to the Miami Herald at miamiherald.com slash subscribe. Thank you to WLRN Studios. Our engineer was Peter J. Our videographer was Jose Iglesias. See you next time.